people use the term life-changing, but mostly, Richard, that's just media jargon, and it's not true. But when someone goes from not sleeping well to sleeping well, it is truly life-changing because it affects all areas of life. How I personally got interested in this is I've been a psychotherapist for decades, and then in the 1990s, I had two major life crises in the same week, and it just devastated my life, my nervous system, and I plummeted into horrific insomnia. And so first, you know, like would be expected of anybody, I was terrified, I was angry, I struggled with it. Somewhere in there, I got this realization. Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense, common knowledge, or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do, but only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cell ketogenic diets and more here come the geniuses this is the finding genius podcast with richard jacobs hello this is richard jacobs with the finding genius podcast now a part of the finding genius foundation i have uh, dr richard shane he's the co-founder and chief clinical officer of sleep easy method the website is sleepeasymethod.com. richard is a renowned, internationally renowned sleep expert, featured in over 100 medical journals and publications, including Men's Journal, Sharp, Dr. Oz, and The Good Life, Huffington Post, Reader's Digest, all over the place. He's been in 100 more journals than I have, so it's quite a bit. Rich, thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Richard, thank you so much for having me. Well, tell me, what? why do you? Why are you interested in sleep? What got you interested in it uh, whenever it's, it happened? Well, I'll mention about sleep in general and then about my particular path so much in the media, there's so much attention being paid to you know, how to how to become more healthy. And people talk about mostly improving diet and exercise. But consider that you can go a long time with poor diet and a long time with poor exercise before you notice the difference. But if you go just one night with poor sleep, it's almost like you can't get over the difference. So it shows that sleep is in a completely different level than what other people are doing to improve their life. And so I'm just fascinated with when someone sleeps poorly, it has a damaging effect on pretty much every area of life. And then when they sleep well, it has a positive effect on pretty much almost every area of life. So people use the term life-changing, but mostly, Richard, that's just media jargon, and it's not true. But when someone goes from not sleeping well to sleeping well, it is truly life-changing because it affects all areas of life. So was your sleep particularly compromised or why, again, these, the sleep okay. techniques to figure out so how to help people? And how I personally got interested in this is I've been a psychotherapist for decades. And then in the 1990s, I had two major life crises in the same week. And it just devastated my life, my nervous system, and I uh, plummeted into horrific insomnia. And so first, you know, like would be expected of anybody, I was terrified, I was angry, I struggled with it. But then somewhere in there, I got this realization, like, what if this isn't just random hardship? What if this is actually my life path? Could I, like, find my way through my own insomnia and discover 
how sleep happens. So it would take me hours to fall asleep. And I trained myself to not try to fall asleep, which is what most people do, and that pushes it away. But just to inwardly notice what's going on in my body and mind during these hours as sleep, you know, waiting for sleep. And one of the discoveries, Richard, is, see, most people, they most notice that their mind is interfering with sleep, and they try to quiet their mind, but that's a wrestling match. You do that, you lose. What I found was, no, it's about body tensions. Those are on a deeper level, and it's secondarily, my mind is going, ah, I don't like that body tension, so I'm going to stay active so I don't need to notice it. So the first discovery was, it's all about the body, but... Most people then, they try to relax their bodies, you know, relax your ankles and relax your legs. That's fine for daytime relaxation, but it's, it's too much work for sleep. And so as I lay there through hours and years of exploring this very close to sleep state, I discovered how to have the tension released by itself. And really the discovery was there are several body sensations that when you feel them in this very simple way, it creates the body feeling of falling asleep. And so the key is you don't have to quiet your mind because in the midst of your mind being busy, there's a simple way to get the body feeling of falling asleep. And when you do that, mind becomes quiet by itself and it doesn't need meditation. It's simpler than that. Well, can you, can you describe what, what, what does this mean? Like what's a, an example of a sensation? So, well, one way, Rich, is if you want, I could actually guide your listeners through like a a four-minute experience of some of the body sensations of sleep and and what is some of the core of this method. Okay, yeah, that would be pretty powerful, sure. Yeah. Okay, so I... If they fall asleep, it's at their own risk. Well, I'm glad you pointed it out because I need to do a disclaimer. If you are listening to this while you're driving in a moment... I'm going to tell people, close their eyes. But if you're driving, please don't do that. This will be recorded. You can come back to the website and please listen to it when you can close your eyes just for a few minutes because this will show you. See, all other sleep methods, what they're doing is they're taking traditional relaxation. So relax your entire body. Breathe deeply. Breathe into your abdomen, counting breaths, or visualization. And they're trying to apply those to sleep. I've discovered the body sensations that are neurological switches for sleep. Now, as we do this, this is not about falling asleep in these four minutes because it's short and it's during the day, but it'll give you an experience of what I'm talking about. Now, a couple things just to make this easy. You don't need to concentrate on it. This is not a meditation. If your mind drifts or if you're distracted in any way, just simply bring your awareness back to these steps. But here's the key. If you drift and then you come back, please do that without adding self-criticism. Because most people, when their mind drifts, they criticize themselves. We don't need the self-criticism. And so, because this is during the day, it's not about deep experience. If you feel it, just a little. So, right now, just, you know, get into a comfortable position and allow your eyes to close. And this will just be for four minutes And although I'll talk more slowly, this is not hypnosis. There's no hypnotic suggestion. It'll make complete sense to your logical. So now, just notice if your tongue is pressed against the roof of your mouth or your teeth, allow your tongue to relax. 
and feel a little softer. And if your tongue is not okay. pressing, just allow it to relax a little more. And your tongue can rest anywhere in your mouth, even lightly touching the roof of your mouth, or your upper or lower teeth, just not pressing. They don't make your tongue relax, just allow it to relax. I'll be quiet for a moment. I'll be quiet for a moment just so you can feel that. And then second is, allow keep doing that, allowing your tongue to relax. And then allow your throat to have the feeling that happens when you yawn. So your throat begins to feel more open. And inside your lower throat begins to feel softer. Allow your throat to have the feeling that happens when you yawn. And if your tongue or throat get tense again, just allow them to relax again. And notice how relaxing your tongue and throat helps your jaw and neck begin to relax. Okay. Now the third step is, as you exhale, feel your chest move inward toward deep in your chest. And the key is that that happens naturally every time you exhale. So you don't need to make something happen. You're feeling something that happens naturally. As you exhale, your chest moves inward toward deep in your chest. And as you gently feel that, that flows a feeling of comfort to deep inside your chest, which is the area of your heart. And when you feel this for a longer time on your own, your mind likes feeling that calmness deep in your chest. And your mind can begin to rest in it, like resting on a soft pillow inside you. And then your awareness is inside you, a feeling of being protected and safe, like having a secret hiding place to go to inside yourself. And your mind begins to become quiet because it's resting inside you. It's not outside you flying around thinking about things in your life. And that feeling of comfort deep inside your chest begins to spread through your nervous system, calming your body, mind, and emotions. And when you use this for a longer time, you gradually ease closer to sleep. So just Allow some time and then bring your awareness back to the room. Before we continue, I've been personally funding the Finding Genius podcast for four and a half years now, which has led to 2,700 plus interviews of clinicians, researchers, scientists, CEOs, and other amazing people who are working to advance science and improve our lives and our world. Even though this podcast gets 100,000 plus downloads a month, we need your help to reach hundreds of thousands more worldwide. Please visit FindingGeniusPodcast.com and click on Support Us. We have three levels of membership from $10 to $49 a month, including perks such as the ability to see ahead in our interview calendar and ask questions of upcoming guests, transcripts of podcasts you're interested in, the ability to request specific topics or guests, and more. Visit FindingGeniusPodcast.com and click Support Us today. Now, back to the show. So... People do this when they're laying in bed, this protocol, and it helps them fall asleep faster, or how is it used? Yes, when you want to fall asleep, I have, I've been developing this for 25 years. I just gave you a very 
short essence, um, but for the last three years, I've been working with an extraordinary team to convey this program in an app, and the Sleep Easy app launched in December. So in answer to your question, people listen to a recording as they're falling asleep, and it guides them not just how to sleep more quickly and easily, but how to sleep more deeply. And then in the middle of the night, if you awaken and you want to fall back to sleep, you can use this either with the recording, or it's so simple, use it without the recording too. Okay. Um, does it matter if you're breathing through your nose or your mouth when you do this? How did that affect it? Great yeah. question. It really breathe the way that's most comfortable for you because on the way to sleep, you don't want to be trying to do something new. So whatever is most comfortable. Yeah, I noticed as I did it, you know, I was breathing through my nose, but my mouth kind of fell open a tiny bit, you know, and relaxing my throat and tongue and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it made me want to breathe through my mouth, but I just noticed it happened. So that's why the question came up. I got it. I'm just curious if you'd be willing to say anything else that you felt as you were doing that. Well, I noticed uh, some tension on the other parts of my jaw that I didn't notice until I relaxed the tongue and throat. And, uh, you know, I kind of like people like crack their own necks. So I kind of like moved my jaw forward and like crunched a little bit. And then I felt a little more relaxed. And then I continued. Um, and then in the chest at first, when you said that, I tried to push the chest in. And you said, essentially, don't do that. Just let it happen. I did that. And then I I kind of had awareness of both sites going. My eyes were open, but I started seeing nothing or really seeing double. I wasn't looking, even though my eyes were open. I was listening to those kinds of things. That's what I okay. Okay. Very, very good. Thanks for being willing to, to describe that. And, you know, when you talk about the chest, so yes, this is about sleep, but a major component is how, how to get the mind to become quiet. And if you think of it, Richard, this is like a quest that's been since the beginning of humanity. My mind's too crazy. And and people tr- want to use meditation. Now, meditation is excellent for during the day and for many health benefits, but it's not good for sleep because for most people, I mean, if you interviewed, you know, 100 people, probably 90 of them would say, can't meditate, too hard, takes too much training. Well, this is not lassoing the mind. It's not wrestling with your mind. It's this key dynamic that, you have tension, especially in your head, and mind goes, I don't want to feel that, so I'm going to stay active. And it's just reversing that, creating comfort deep in your chest, and you'll find that your mind goes, ooh, I like feel," And then it rests in that comfort, and then it becomes quiet because it's resting, not because you're trying to make it quiet. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. Yeah, what do you, I mean... I've tried meditation before on my own. It's very difficult. If I have someone's voice I like and I listen to it, it's much easier for me to get there. So have you created, is there a sleepy, easy method with you speaking or different voices speaking? Or is it the person supposed to lay there and just, you know, use their own talk to themselves, essentially? Wonderful question. Thank you. So the sleep recordings, there's they're in my voice. And, you know, I've, I've been sort of cultivating a way to have my voice help soothe people to sleep. I've been doing that for years. And then they're also available in a, a woman's voice. We have just this, oh my goodness, she has a great voice. So people get to listen to whatever they want. You have them in different accents or like, what have you noticed? Uh, that, why do people prefer one voice versus another? It's just totally up to them if they want a male or a female voice. And people like to go back and forth just to make it more interesting. And the the structure of the app is the core of it is a 14-day program, and each day you listen to a daytime session. They're short. They're like 11 minutes long, and each one 
gives you just very interesting and easy to use information about your mind, your body, and sleep. And it creates the foundation for the sleep recording that night. And over the 14 days, there are three sleep recordings. I think it's five days, four days, and five days. And each one brings you to a deeper level of being able to sleep. So, okay. So people use the recordings. And then again, what, what do they tend to experience on night one versus night five versus onwards from there? So there was a clinical study done with a previous version of this used by, tested by United Airlines pilots, a police department personnel, firefighters, and the general public. 81.6% said they slept better. And in answer to your question, the vast majority said their sleep began to improve the first night or within the first few nights. And that is true of this app. Most people sleep better the first night. Yeah, I ran across, I don't know who it was, but I think it was someone that was promoting waking up at 5 a.m. and you know, being your power hour. But one thing that they told me, I don't remember the name, but they said, depending on what you tell yourself before you go to sleep is going to change how you sleep. So if you say, oh, shit, I've only got five hours. I'm going to be dead tired when I wake up. That's what happens. But instead, if you tell yourself, even though I have, let's say, five hours or eight hours, or whatever, I'm going to sleep and I'm going to pass out pretty quick and I'm going to feel really good. When I wake up, I'm going to be surprised at how good I feel. Tonight's going to be good. And then, you know, I've tried this myself and it's weird. It actually helps a bit. Mm-hmm. Do you incorporate any of that stuff? So yes and no. I promise you, I'll explain what I mean by that. What he told you, that is very, very useful for people who already sleep fairly well and want to sleep better. I am reaching the people who have insomnia, or if you don't want to use that word, just have difficulty sleeping and telling yourself you're going to be able to sleep well. That does not work. That's not effective for people who have really noticeable sleep difficulties. So it's not about self-talk because that's not deep enough. It is about accessing, um, engaging these, what I call the body sensations of sleep that gives you the actual way to sleep more deeply. And then when you begin to sleep, when a person begins to sleep deeply and they've got the proof that they can do that, that then changes their self-talk into positive self-talk about sleep. But it comes as a result of sleeping better, not trying to talk themselves into it. Okay. Are there any advanced protocols you have, or does this protocol seem to, I mean, either it works or it doesn't? Oh, no, no, no. This this protocol was actually just a tiny bit of the first sleep recording, and then the second sleep recording is, it's related, because I want there to be continuity, but it goes to a whole deeper level. Then the third sleep recording goes to a whole deeper level. Then there's even a fourth one after that. The timing is optional, and that one gets to not just sleep, but to resolving the emotional difficulties, discomfort that contribute to sleep difficulty. So it's, yes, this is about sleep, Richard, but it's also, it's a form of mind-body healing, but made very, very simple so people can experience it easily and quickly. Okay. Okay. Are you happy with the results or, you know, like what's the next step? How do you improve this further from here? Okay. You do. Great. Thank you for that question. So, Yes, the results so far, they're just, they're fabulous. Rather than me saying it, let me give you two quotations from people who have used this method. The first is from a police sergeant who says, my police work hours are from 9 a.m. to 7 a.m. Sleep is more difficult if you're working nights and trying to trick your body into sleeping during the day. 
I found your method much more useful than anything else I've experienced in the last 27 years. And another one from Travel Consultants. She says, Sleep Easy saved my life. After being on Ambien for 15 years, I'm now not taking anything at night, and I'm getting some of the best sleep I've had in years. Thank you. What about during the middle of the night if someone wakes up? What's the protocol then? Okay. So the app has a program specific for if your problem is you wake up too early, have trouble getting back to sleep. So there, you know, it would... It wouldn't make sense for me to detail what the protocol is, but I'm telling you, there is one. It's simple, it's easy, and it works. Now, you also asked, okay, well, what are the next steps? So I mentioned the previous clinical study. We are now in advanced discussion with one of the nation's largest health insurance providers to do a clinical study that will measure, certainly it'll measure how people sleep better. It'll measure improvement in daytime functioning. But what's really exciting for us is poor sleep. It's it's well documented that poor when people sleep poorly, they use healthcare services at a higher rate. And so they have higher healthcare costs. So this study with this health insurance provider, in addition to doing the follow-up pretty soon to show how quickly people get results, we will do a one-year follow-up in which the health insurance provider will pull out the medical records of the people in the study and they will be able to measure that people sleeping better with this utilize fewer healthcare resources and lower healthcare costs. So I predict that within a year, we will have a study proving that the Sleep Easy app lowers healthcare costs, and that will be a game changer. Yeah, I know that's really cool. So who would potentially benefit from this and who wouldn't? You know, what, what categories of sleepers? Like you mentioned this earlier, if someone sleeps pretty well during it may so, not benefit them as much if someone has insomnia. What what are the specifics? Well, first, again, it's not, even though I use that word insomnia, I'd like to avoid it because a lot of people have this misconception that insomnia means somebody hardly sleeps at all. It's not true. It's just if somebody has difficulty falling asleep or if they wake up too early, difficulty falling back to sleep, these are the people this applies to. Or somebody who, they sleep okay, but they don't feel rested when they wake up, so their sleep is poor quality. Those are the people that this can especially help. But then, Richard, it broadens to that. It's somebody who sleeps well, and they just want to sleep better. They fall asleep, you know, in a reasonable amount of time, but they want to fall asleep more quickly. So they're they're asleep for more of the time that they make available for sleep in the field that's called increasing your sleep efficiency. So it's really for everyone. And if you talk about the population, one in three people in America has fairly constant difficulty with sleeping. And it got much worse, obviously, when COVID came on the scene and people aren't as active and people are more anxious. So we're talking about one in three, possibly more. And that's just sleep difficulties. And then all the rest of the people go, hey, well, I'd like to learn how to sleep more quickly. I mean, we we call it mastering the art of sleep. Well, you know, when I'm when I lay down to sleep, if I have eight hours ahead of me and I listen to one of your sleep easy methods that it knocks me out, I go to sleep. Why would my whole eight hours be better if okay. it was only the beginning I did this? Okay, very good. Because this gives you, see, many people, you know, people are tense from how challenging life is. And with many people, they just sort of, they go to sleep and they're so tired. It's almost like this overlay of tiredness on top of the tension. And it technically gets you to sleep, 
but you don't enter into the deeper levels of sleep. So this gives you a way basically to dissolve some of that core tension at the beginning of the night, and you enter into deeper levels of sleep so that over that course of seven or eight hours, you wake up far more refreshed because how you enter into sleep lasts through the night. Okay, yeah, I just it's amazing that it has an effect for so many hours in advance, but it does, so it's pretty cool. So I wanted to add. Well, very good. Well, what's the best way for people to find out more and to try out this method? Where can they go? So our website is sleepeasymethod.com. You know, it is this, so the first about the content, it's something I've been developing for 25 years. And remember back to what, when you first asked me, how did I develop this? So I learned this from sleep itself. And actually, because, you know, a lot of your listeners, they're, they're intrigued with the, how does this, how do things actually happen? So the key, Richard, was I got a digital voice recorder. And there I'd be like way deep, close to sleep, making these discoveries about my body sensation in my mind. And I would whisper my observations into the voice room. And then the next morning, I'd listen to it and I would write it up and I distill it into clarity. But when I was doing that, it was like I got goosebumps because like, wow, this is secrets from the depth of close to sleep itself. This is stuff that most people don't remember, and I certainly wouldn't remember, except for the digital voice recorder. So it makes me realize somewhere in the acknowledgments of this whole method, I need to give more credit to the digital voice recorder. Anyway, so in the app, it has this content that's completely different from all other sleep methods. And that's the content, but then the structure of the app, the first screen, it lists 35 different sleep challenges. Whether your sleep problem is because of stress or depression or PTSD or, sorry, you're working unusual hours, being too excited, you have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and you click on the ones that apply to you, as many as you want, and you get personalized programs for those particular difficulties. Then, as I mentioned, the core program, 14-day, it just guides you basically into creating what I call a neurological pathway for sleep. It's a feeling in your body, so you end up going, yes, I can sleep now. My body knows how to sleep, and it's for falling asleep initially, sleeping more deeply, falling back to sleep, and another aspect of the app is you can choose from a variety of background sounds, and they all come from world-renowned sound healers and sound engineers. You play it in the background, and that increases deepens the effectiveness of the method. And there is, if for somebody who's using sleep medication and wants to get off sleep medication, there's a program that enables you to do that without withdrawal. Now, it's important to do this in conjunction with your physician. So there's even a link that you send to your physician so they understand the program. And physicians are thrilled with this because they don't want to have to keep writing prescriptions forever. They love when people are empowered and can sleep without medication. So there's a version for the iPhone. You can get it at the Apple App Store. And there you try it for free for seven days. And also on our web, we have website. We have a web-based version for Android phones. And it's sleepeasymethod.com. Is there any background noise, like the noise of the ocean or other noises that once the voice fades, they continue all night till the person okay. 
Excellent question. So when I mention background sounds, yes, one of them is ocean, but it's it's probably the best ocean people have ever heard for sleep. Another one, rain sound. Another one, a gentle breeze. But all of these, these are not like just the ones you find on YouTube. I did years of research to find who are the top sound healers, who are the top sound engineers who have created these songs. Two of the tracks are from a Grammy Award-winning composer named Stephen Halpern, who created music specifically to help people enter into sleep. And with the app, you could set it so that the sound continues for however long you want after the voice. And when that happens, you just continue using the method on your own. You deepen into sleep, and you could also set it so the background sound continues through the whole night. Okay. Oh, excellent. Any additional programs that you need to create? Is there a subset of people that, for some reason, it's only worked so well and you need to tweak it or tailor it somehow to help them better? Well, as I mentioned in the previous clinical study, it worked for 81.6% of the people. And that's not good enough. I'm just kidding. Well, that, that's kind of my motto. <laughs> good, but yeah, yeah. We, can, we could do better than that. And so this app will, with the programs that are on here that are more advanced, it's going to be better than that. And I am currently working. I just developed a next program. It's not on the app yet, but I've sent it out to about 30 people. Just email link to test out, give me feedback, that will be on the app. So, Richard, I'm going to continue for the rest of my life. When life shows me the next deeper discovery, it ends up on the app. Yeah, that's great. Well, I realized if um, if you're going to do this in other countries, culturally, they probably want to hear voices that have their accent, you know, maybe in different languages. Oh, ab- absolutely. We will be having this translated into different languages. Absolutely. Also, too, people that are religious versus not, you know, you may want to have a secular version versus uh, one with, like, religious overtones, depending on their religion, they may help, et cetera. So, I really, um, thank you for, like, opening that discussion. So, I mentioned this piece, one of the cores, resting in the heart. And I'm not talking about, like, a Hallmark card slogan, an actual body experience, like, oh, I'm no longer up in my skull. My awareness is down resting in my heart like a pillow inside me. Well, it's it's a profound experience, but it's also very simple. And how it relates to religion is, years ago, I was working with an evangelical minister who had very serious insomnia. And he said that in addition to the program helping him work, helping him sleep, learning how to rest in his heart deepened his relationship with Christ. And I was so moved by that description goes, no, I'm not creating a version that's for specific religions. I want this to be for everybody. But this this way of mind-body healing, in a way, it's also, it's, it's almost like a secular experience of what religions are going. Deep rest, deep silence, deep stillness, where you just, your awareness opens to something that's more than just your individual self. So people of all religions and spiritual paths talk about how this helps them. Well, very good. Well, Rich, this is really cool what you've done. You know, I'm sure you'll keep at it and keep improving it. So for listeners, where can they go to uh, to find out about the method and use it? To sleepeasymethod.com, sleepeasymethod.com. And so understandable that police, with their 
stress and difficulty, they have trouble sleeping. Well, there's a lot of studies now that show how when police sleep poorly, that obviously interferes with their effectiveness, with their safety, with their decision-making. And so we have, because of people that I've worked with over the years in the law enforcement field that are, have been waiting for this app, we have the pathways open that this will be used by police nationwide, which means it's going to help pe police think more clearly, improve their reaction speed, make better decisions, all of that. And I just so look forward to, because there's so much discussion in this country about how to improve the effectiveness of policing. And we are looking forward to being, to contributing to that, an element that has not yet been discussed. And the reason it hasn't been discussed is because there have not been really effective, simple, quick methods to help people sleep better. And we're going to help that and apply it to police or to pilots or to the military, where sleep, it's not just a matter of feeling better. Sometimes it's a matter of life and death consequences. And we want to help with that because actually, let me just, this will be for maybe for people who don't realize the importance of sleep, the benefits of sleep. I'm going to just list them to you. It decreases, you think more clearly, you have more energy, you're more productive. It decreases stress, anxiety, depression, and anger. Your physical health improves. You feel better. When you sleep well, the quality of your work and your personal relationships improve. So think of all those benefits that come from just one change, good sleep. That's like when, why I said to you earlier, good sleep truly is life-changing. And you know, so many people, they want to make their lives better, but they go, oh my God, life is already complex. I can't add complexity. So this is an answer because it's just one change. So that makes it simple. That improves all those areas of life. So it's, it's leverage. It's efficiency. Just do this one thing and your life gets better. And let me just close with, of all those benefits that I mentioned, there's one that's kind of my favorite. I said, you know, you get when people, so everybody has, everybody listening has experienced that if they're with somebody who hasn't slept well, that person is more irritable. They're more short-tempered. So we get people sleeping well and get them to be less irritable. And we have realistic plans for this app to reach millions of people. Richard, if we get millions of people being less irritable, now that is the type of social change that I really get passionate about. We can't allow that to happen. We got to keep people locked up and afraid and beating each other up and Otherwise, what would happen, that'd be terrible. Well, I agree. I mean, I noticed, you know, if I don't sleep well or if I don't feel well, I'm shorter with people. I, I don't mean to be. I don't try not to take it out on people, but it's, it's hard not to. So it affects not just me, but everyone around me. So I understand what you mean. Like, you know, a parent is going to be shorter with their kid and less patient. And, you know, the kids are not going to be happy. They're going to be affected. And they can't learn as well. I, I understand it affects everybody and everyone needs better sleep. It's super important. So... Yes, people need better sleep, but you know one of the one of the methods that's been tested the most uh, for for getting people to sleep is one of their main tools is saying to somebody, "If you're not asleep in 20 minutes, get up." Now, their intention is good; they don't want somebody lying in bed anxious, but actually, getting up often makes people more anxious, and they pe people think it's torture. So, there, Richard, there has not been a highly effective method 
without medication to get people to sleep. The Sleep Easy Method and app is now, it exists, and we are going to bring good sleep in this easy and reliable way and bring it to the world. And that's our life mission. Our company motto is transforming lives one night at a time. Very good. Well, Rich, thanks for coming. And people can go to sleepeasymethod.com. And I appreciate all that you do. Thank you very much for a wonderful interview. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.